0: But I can choose how I use them. And I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. Tony Robbins, day five, episode one. I am committed to me. So this being the last of the Tony Robbins
1: days, it was the integration day the day when everything was supposed to come together and at first they talked a little bit about how people learn and some people may hear it but not apply it and of course if it's something that you really want to do when you study you also need to apply it in your life
0: how do you do when you study I try to use as many senses as I can if I can hear it see it write it down at the same time I learn so much better I'd love to have like color markers, too, and just highlight words and sentences in my books. When I did my last course, my colleagues in my course, my classmates, they were making fun of me because I ordered two material of everything. One that I could keep, nice, and one that I could write in and underline. So that's how I learn. I want to read, write, listen, see, just use as many sentences as I can.
1: Yeah, I do the same. I recently read a book, and we're going to be doing an episode about that book. And uh, we're also going to, hopefully in the future, do more episodes about other things that we read. But at home, I am very careful with my books. And I always always tell my daughter, don't fold the pages, you know, be careful with your books. And uh, she was looking at me because I was reading and I was highlighting And I was writing in the margins and she's looking at me with this face of What are you doing, mommy? You're writing in the book! But that's how I learn. I listen and I usually take notes. My hand just goes. I'm fast writing both on paper and on the computer. And that's actually one of the best things I learned in school was how to write on the computer without looking at the keyboards. I remember it was such a pain to learn. It took hours and hours of practice. But after like four years of university studies, that was one of the best things I learned in school. So that brings me to another one. It's the no pain, no gain. So usually a breakthrough comes with pain. Or maybe pain brings breakthrough. (laughs) I don't know. It's like the egg and the hen, which came first.
0: Well, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? If you're going through life and you're content about your life what's the point of making breakthroughs? You will get the drive you need in order to get a breakthrough by some event happening to your life that breaks the mundane or the, the comfort of your life. At least that's how I see it. I love my life the way it was. Or I thought I did. Now I understand how much was lacking, but that's now that I've come to realize and sort of woken up from a dream that I had or an illusion that I had. And now I understand how that break in my comfortable life have led me to where I am today, which is with less money, but more happiness. Can I say that? Definitely.
1: And um, when these breakthroughs come,
0: it usually comes with a lot of
1: emotions, so much that you actually you kind of freeze the moment in time and it's the moment when everything changes when the impossible becomes possible and then you act on it either by your own will or you're kind of forced to so to prove this point i want you to think about where you were on 9 11. almost everybody will remember where they were on 9 11 They will remember where they were, who they were with, what they did at the time. They might even remember watching TV, maybe even what they were wearing. And that's because there were so many emotions that everybody felt with this event, that it got locked in their memory. There are other such times in your life as well when you think about it. And if you start thinking, what events are locked in your memory? Mine is when I came home that day and found my ex looking at apartments. Up until that day, I thought we were going to be married. Not for time and eternity, but at least for time here on Earth. Not that we were happily married, but at least we were married. And that's what I thought. And I know that you also remember that day when he came home and he dropped the bomb.
0: Yes, I have that day forever planted in my memory. I also remember everything about the incident of 9-11. I also have a very clear memory of the shooting in Utoya in Norway. Where I was, what I was doing, where I saw it, where I heard about it the first time. It's just, those memories are like frozen moments of time in my head. So I understand what you're saying. But I also have other memories, like good memories, like the first time I saw my daughter's face after giving birth to my first child or well she was only three months when 9-11 was so I was sitting in bed nursing her watching TV and, and the news came on so that was kind of a shocker the first time I saw my ex-husband it was just one of those moments when I just it's him I just knew it without a doubt and deciding to go home or stay in the States where those just one of those moments when I made a decision And I got confirmation right away and it's just so strong inside of me. So yeah, I I understand how emotions and memories connect and make it stronger and and more intense in the memories of it. Of course, also positive events in your life can stick in your memory.
1: We have to remember the positive and not just the negative. But another thing that they said during this day was, and they've said it before, was change your story, change your life. And as we were talking about problems, they were saying problems are gifts. When you look back, you can see that it was actually for the better. And that everything happens for me, not to me. Usually when you're in something, you don't really think it's a gift. Some people might even turn to God and ask, Why am I in this situation? What have I done to deserve this? But then as time passes and you realize, That maybe what happened was for the better. Maybe it was to save you a lot of pain in the future. Maybe it was actually meant to be. And you realize that it was a blessing, not a problem. Another thing that they said was everything grows or dies. And when I think about that, I'm thinking about love. And I say either the love grows or it dies. So you could be in that state of expanding your heart or your heart will diminish. You love the person that you're with or if you don't take care of that love it will wither and go away and eventually die. So when problems occur you need to discipline your disappointment. And if you do that and with time you will see that actually something good will come out of the situation. And when an event like this happened, you have your old story. But you come to a fork in the path that you can actually choose your new story. Because your old story you leave behind you and you choose your new story. So it's about creating a new identity. Expand your identity. Expand your life. Because your identity shapes your future. And you have the possibility to create a compelling future.
0: You can create the future that you like. Well, when I was in shock in the first stage and I was like sitting in my room all alone and feeling desolate and this voice came to me and said that I love you. I did this for you. It's time for you to grow, expand. It's time for you to spread your wings and fly. I was like, what? Are you serious? You did this for me? Now I'm more alone and more sad than ever? That was a year and a half ago. A little more than a year and a half ago. In November, it'll be two years. And the years have flown by. And looking back over this time to see what I've created with my life. The choices that I've made. The stepping out of my comfort zone. Expanding. um, Taking care of me. Doing things for me. Now, today, I understand what those words in my head was back then. And I can see the love now and I can understand what he meant when he told me and inspired me to do this. It hasn't been easy, but it's been fun. Really fun. And I think knowing that you're on the right track, it's if you do it with joy. And it's not just a labor, but it's a labor of love and happiness and joy and having fun and enjoying life. And today, I think that I'm not just sitting in the boat and floating by. I'm steering my boat. I'm the captain of my boat. I'm the leader of my life. I'm just not a bystander anymore. I have the power to design, to create, to manifest my own life. (laughs) And if we're going to have some fun with manifestation, I have a little quick story to tell you. Yeah, you know I love K-dramas. I've said that more than once. You're probably bored with it, but yeah. Yeah. And I have this actor that I think is so wonderful. So I'm following him on Instagram and I'm liking all the posts. And I've been praying to Heavenly Father saying, Oh, I'd love a chance to get to know him. And one day on Instagram, I had a notice like an hi from that name. And I was like, wow. And um, we started chatting. I was like, well, this is not him. This is just a scammer. And so was like, sorry, but you're not him. Um, so. Two days later, I had a new message from a new person claiming to be him, and then a new hi from a new person. So I think altogether, I'm up in six people trying to claim that they're this actor that I'm thinking is so awesome. So I was like telling my sister that you should be <laughs> wary of what you ask for because you can get too much. We have a saying in Sweden that says, too much of the good, and so <laughs> that's what I'm having. But then again, I'm having much fun just chatting with them, whoever they are. And so the manifestation works. It's just not that I've been precise enough. So I'm going to have to fine tune my manifestation, hone in on my manifestation skills. But that was just about manifestation and get what you're asking for. So to close this off, these five days of Tony Robbins, what I've learned and what I've taken away with is a lot of aha moments. I had a lot of aha moments during this year and especially about seeing myself as a daughter of God. That has brought me many aha moments and this challenge took me a step further on that journey of getting to know me, of seeing me, of understanding me and seeing who I want to be and what I want to become and and how to get there and get some tools to help me on my path. But what I want to say is just that now I'm committed to me. I am committed to me. That doesn't take away that I'm also committed to my children and also to my mom and dad and my siblings, but I'm committed to me. I choose me. And for me, that is huge. So I hope if you've taken anything away, it should be this. Be committed to yourself. You are the only you that is on this earth. And you're the only one that's going to be with you from the day you draw your first breath till the day you draw your last. So you're the most important person in your life. Do the most of it, and do it with joy, do it with gratitude, and do it with love. Signing out from Tonya Robbins, Day 5, Episode 1. Be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow for a new episode. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share, and subscribe, and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.